What's up guys, welcome to At This Moment. Uh, big news in the tech world today in that, or I guess for the past couple of days, in that Trump has been banned from multiple um, social media platforms, including Twitter and Facebook, uh, and Instagram for that matter. And um, not only that, but now we're seeing a almost a targeted approach by these social media companies against people who support Trump. Um, and I've even seen that like companies like Salesforce uh, have just stopped doing business with uh, the RNC. Um, Sandro, what do you think this will all lead to? And do you think that Trump should have been banned in the first place from platforms such as Twitter and Facebook? So I think that um, regarding Trump, first and foremost, um, I think that according to Twitter, basically he's being banned because he violated the terms of agreement and um, particularly as it pertains to uh, violence that what he wrote on Twitter, uh, the kind of the messages that he spread uh, led to the riots on, on Capitol Hill and it led to death of, uh, what was it, four people, five people now? Five, um, I believe, yes. Five, yeah. So if you look at Trump individually, I think there's clearly a case to be made. But uh, if you pull back a little bit and look at the bigger picture, um, I think that the precedent is very dangerous. And I don't think that the issue is so much as Twitter, a private company, don't, let's not forget that, right. choosing who, who it does business with or uh, what customers it accepts, if you want to look at it that way. I think the bigger issue is that something like Twitter uh, has become so large that perhaps it shouldn't be controlled by a private company. Perhaps it should be treated more like telephone companies or utilities, the electric company, right? Uh, where um, any citizen uh, more or less has a right to access their service. And okay. they, yeah. It's almost like a public good, a pub, public forum, right? Yeah, because it's become too important. Now, yeah. I understand, I clearly understand why uh, Trump was banned. Uh, it, and the issue isn't so much as Trump was lying, is what Trump's lies did, right? As far as like constantly saying the election was a fraud, uh, all the messages that were spread on there, you know, those things cause problems. There's, uh, you can clearly link it from A to B. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. But let me stop you right there real quick. Um, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, okay. I, I, I would understand the rationale for banning Trump if it was the same across the board. Okay. And but what I mean by that is there are antifa groups on there that are not banned for inciting violence which they directly are there's a picture of uh kathy griffin um the red-headed um yeah. comedian, comedian? Yeah. uh holding a severed head of trump mm -hmm. um that she posted four or five days ago and is still there and this is the second time she's posted it and that's still on there is that not inciting violence against and targeting against one specific person my my, my issue here is if 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 they're gonna ban trump they have to ban uh, the Chinese Communist Party from Twitter. They have to ban the Ayatollah. They have to ban all of these people, and including every single Democrat that was inciting uh, violence during the Antifa protests and Black Lives Matter protests uh, or in riots um, from a couple of months ago. So it's either going to be the same across the board, or if you're going to ban Trump and ban conservatives, which is, it looks like that's exactly what's happening, then people are not going to take you seriously and there's a clear double standard there that's only favoring that's only targeting one uh political belief do you okay, agree with so, that 
uh, to take a look at it like this. I don't think that the Chinese Communist Party, the Ayatollah, uh, if there's any North Korean agencies or anybody like that, um, has... I don't think that the messaging that they put out on Twitter is, is, is the same. I think it's one thing well, well, about well, propaganda. Well, well hold up, hold up, hold up, man. Hold up. Just, 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 just so we get the facts out there. The, the Ayatollah, there's a, there's a tweet of the Ayatollah that says, annihilate Israel. Okay, I, I don't think you can get much more uh, direct than that okay, as, in, enough, as a command. Yeah, uh, I was not aware of that tweet by the Ayatollah. Uh, to be honest, I don't know what the Ayatollah was tweeting. Um, <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, fair enough that the, the standard should, um, I don't think there's any argument you can really make, uh, for selectively, uh, you know, banning one person or one group and accepting the others because it's like, uh, because it favors maybe your political bias. I completely understand that aspect, but I think one distinction needs to be made. I don't think conservatives are being banned from Twitter, uh, or from any other social media platforms. I think, uh, it's more that those people that were, um, kind of being an echo chamber for Trump and for the different conspiracies that are being banned. Because I actually was just checking in on it. Um, I, was, I checked in on a few people. Uh, Marjorie uh, Green, I believe is her name, the uh, senator from, um, or the representative from Georgia. Um, mm -hmm. She was very famous for like saying that she actually ble believed in QAnon. Um, she was very famous for doing her political ads with, uh, with a gun. Um, I believe it was like, uh, yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene and both Mo Brooks, um, they're out there spreading lies that Antifa was responsible for this, even after Republican leadership went out and said that they weren't, even after FBI confirmed that they weren't, that Antifa was not involved in this. Um, so clearly, Twitter is uh, picking and choosing, right? There is, it's not a blanket ban of everybody associated with Trump or anybody who's labeled a conservative. I think it more has to do with like the types of messages that you're getting out there. Nonetheless, I do agree with you that uh, their Twitter should not be selective in, in who they ban. If they're going to ban people for hate speech, for violence, for all these things, then they should do it across the board. Yeah, I agree, man. And especially if their rationale is, well, it goes against our terms of service, right? And, and right, and if their terms of service is like you can't incite violence, um, well, then, yes, we have to we have to put it directly across the board or else it's going to look like a targeted attack, which is exactly what it's looking like right yeah. now. Right. Yeah. And go ahead. No, no, please go ahead, man. Well, I was going to say this actually ties into something that and I think it's also uh, so two points. I think it's worth noting that um, a couple of world leaders who are not fans of Trump, uh, the one that jumps out the most is uh, Angela Merkel. Right. She came out against the ban. I, uh, I, I think that says a lot. Um, I consider her to, to be a pretty level headed uh, individual. And uh, this kind of ties into something that Elon Musk mentioned in a couple of uh, business interviews I saw him do, I think, with, um, with Bloomberg, uh, where he talked about the power, the outsized power, the outsized role that Silicon Valley plays in our culture, uh, both in the business sense and cultural context, uh, where, you know, he kind of sort of blamed that, um, that, that role and that um, smugness and, and the fact that they live in a bubble. Right. On some of the damage that, that has been caused. And I think this ties very well into it because I think it's tough to deny that um, both the leadership and the employees of, of you know, a lot of our big tech, uh, you know, skew liberal. Uh, they live in California um, and they skew liberal. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think they even skew liberal. They are very far left, dude, um, ba ba based on their company culture, based on the, the CEOs that run those places, their leadership. 
I think they definitely are far left. They, they don't even skew left. But so uh, I, I would uh, go I, ahead. I don't have a lot of information that would say that they skew far left. But seeing how uh, they treat their workers and the fact that they are strictly forbidden from unionizing and how quickly they shut that down, uh, I wouldn't say yeah. skew far left. <laughs> uh, culturally, they definitely skew culturally, far left. Fair enough. Okay. 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 Uh, now, uh, you know, now that Twitter is and Facebook and everybody is banned Trump, right? Mm-hmm. I think the the, the the argument has been from, I think, logically thinking people who are seeing this for what it is, is, hey, like slippery slope, of course. Mm-hmm. But like the logical conclusion of all of this is that uh, it's not going to end anywhere good. And and what I mean by that is like you're already seeing, um, you know, they always say libertarians, especially they're always like, mm-hmm. oh, if you don't like, you know, Twitter or whatever, and they're yes. screwing with you, you know, build your own app, whatever. Yeah, it's a private company. Right. Okay. Perfect. That's exactly what what conservatives did. They built Parler. Are you familiar with it? Kind of like yeah, the conservatives answered to, to Twitter. Okay. Yes. And then and then what happened? They built the damn app, and then uh, conservatives started going over there, and then um, banned. Apple. Yeah. yeah, banned by Apple, banned by uh, Android. Those are the two ninety nine percent of the market share for uh, uh, phones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the U.S. anyway. Uh, you can't download the damn thing because you don't have the app infrastructure infrastructure to do it. Not only that, but then Amazon bans them, so then they can't even run their product um, because they're running it on the Amazon cloud at AWS. So, like, how is that fair? Well, here you go. I think that actually uh, leads into a, a bigger problem uh, that we have. And um, I've, I've heard people talk about the era that we're going through right now sort of the uh, early uh, um, 19th and, um, I'm sorry, late 19th and early 20th century uh, America, where we saw a lot of monopolies, whether it was steel, oil, railroads. Um, and I think this is this sort of helps us make the case that uh, big tech in general, uh, first of all, has a, a monopoly on the market, because I think this clearly proves it. Like, you can't have an app that functions without using some of those services. Yes, right? precisely. Right. And uh, I think this, this creates a greater, um, a better case for the breakup of, of some of the big tech, whether you're trying to break up, break off uh, Instagram from Facebook, break off um, WhatsApp from Facebook, um, you know, break up Amazon, break up Microsoft, whatever it may be. I think there's a clear case, break up Google. There's a clear case to be made that uh, big tech uh, you know, in general, is a monopoly, and and these companies need to be looked at uh, through that lens. Yeah, uh, it's actually a fantastic point, man, and I couldn't agree more. I think this is all the evidence you need, like you said, um, to see kind of where the gatekeepers are. They've 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 shown themselves now, right? Of and now you can actually like point the fingers and be like, okay, hey, well, if I want to make an app, not only not only do I need to be on um, Apple's infrastructure. Uh, mm-hmm. As well as Androids, but Apple is going to take thirty percent of all the revenue that I take in. I believe it's like that. You know, something crazy like that just to be on their infrastructure. So that's even Absolutely. outrageous, there, right? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, man, I'm all for breaking down any and all barriers to entry, so that there's more more competition and well, that we get some down better these products, right? Yes, because that defeats the purpose of the internet. Yeah, hundred percent. The internet was supposed to help us democratize and. Uh, so we can share ideas. So we can decentralize uh, everything, know? right? Exactly, right. and uh, it's absolutely moved against that. Uh, you know, you have uh, content that's controlled, um, which I mean might not necessarily be a, a a totally bad thing, but then it shouldn't be controlled by a private company, right? It should be controlled by something where the people have a say. 
But like, what what does that look like? Like, that's still like a central well, power yeah. that has control yeah, over if it is, content. Uh, so if it is uh, controlled by uh, or at least regulated more strictly by government agency, then you would think that uh, indirectly uh, by choosing our uh, elected officials, we would have influence on how that's that's run, right? Uh, okay. By how that's like regulated. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess, but like, look at like how much power does the average person actually have now in our current system, other than voting, right? And then you vote for someone, and then what do they do? They don't. They don't answer to you. They 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 answer their corporate donors, right? So well, like, it, yeah. I mean, we're just digging a hole here. There's like yeah. problems on top of problems. Yeah, so exactly. Kind of, exactly. Uh, I mean, so and, what, and all it, these things are. I mean, a lot of these things. And sorry to interrupt, but a lot yeah, of yeah. these things have been exposed. Um, in the last couple of days with, with, with everything that's happened to Trump. You know, a lot of people are saying like, look, corporations are, or banks um, and some corporations are saying they're, they're going to uh, stop donating to the Republican Party and some are saying they're going to stop political contributions altogether. Well, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, like, true. If, if, right? Yep, couldn't yeah, agree I mean, more, man. Right, yeah, it's I like, mean, oh, wow, we're not going to have fucking corporate influence in our politics? Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Wonderful, <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. uh, that's actually quite, uh, look, you know that from day one, I've been a Trump hater. Uh, but that's if that is the result of the, of the Trump presidency, that's fantastic. That's a job I mean, well done. Yeah. Right. Uh, then, then it it um, I think it's going to lead us in the right direction. And you know, this this might be what is needed. You know, this might be what when people said that Trump is going to be the person to uh, shake up the political system. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, personally, I think you know he's such a a, a terrible, terribly flawed character. Uh, you know, uh, to me, still a con man, a charlatan. Um, but if, you know, him kind of being thrust into the system has exposed just how murky and how, um, unfair and how corrupt the system really is. So excellent. If right. that's what it takes. Yeah, dude, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think that's a fantastic way to end the episode as well, man. If, 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 if anything came out of this Trump presidency and it was less money in politics and less corporations being involved in politics, uh, for all the shittiness that came along with, with Trump being president, um, it, it, it's it, so it's it. a it's a welcome relief and a welcome of sight, course, right? Moving course. forward, 